Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. What's up, podcast listeners? Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Pretty stoked to share with you our beers with bro. And what it was during COVID and all the quarantine time, we got on YouTube, did some YouTube lives with some family and friends, took some questions from the audience. So it's a bunch of Q&A, but all in all, just a fun time hanging out and talking elk hunting, talking the outdoors, anything and everything. So we got about six episodes for you coming at you and uh, just really excited to share these with you. Want to thank again Onyx Hunt for bringing this podcast to you. If you guys have not yet downloaded that app, go ahead and do so. Use promo code BRO at checkout, save yourself 20%, and get ready to navigate in the backcountry with your phone, GPS in hand. Pretty awesome system, and uh, highly encourage you to go check it out if you haven't. So with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Is there like a countdown or something cool? Three, two. Two. Nope, we're six seconds into it now. Oh, we're already here. We landed on the moon. <laughs> Trent, just do the old like. I have to unplug my my headphones, or else I could like spin in my chair on my back. It was it's actually just... pretty it's pretty cool. I tested it earlier. Next level. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You should go for that. Oh, oh all right, guys. Welcome to Beers with Born and Rays, the first ever. <laughs> yeah, this is a new one. I didn't know yeah. that we had to dress up, and I just I missed that. No. Steve did too, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not dressed up. This, this is what I've worn all day. Uh, Don said, "Sorry, I brought whiskey." Um, well, I'm I'm drinking out of the wine glass here. So, what? I'm close. Okay, drinking hand, guys. What do you got? Let's hear it. We know uh, what Trent is. Mine's ice water. To be honest with you, I haven't drank in a while, so. Um, ice water That's today. Cool. I'm just trying. Oh. To, I'm just trying to set a good example for kids. Are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> First for everything. Uh, yeah. Okay, Steve with the tall BL, big shocker. <laughs> Trevor with the new can, truly, big shocker. Yeah, he's got a sun, it's, it's the new sunset, truly. Yeah, at least you could have promoted somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I got. This is a strawberry lemonade. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Is, isn't that one of their new flavors? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. Uh, I'm going to be honest, guys. I've been unemployed for a little while, and uh, I have been just sitting down in a depressive state for the last two and a half weeks eating every 15 minutes and waiting till trying to wait till after noon before we can't so order you, out what are we doing you Dude. gotta watch your carbon take you know what i Dude, mean covid19 right nice there. right there yeah there we go looks delicious uh, where's that from steve uh, Vinny's burger restaurant here in town. Attaboy. Attaboy. First time, Probably. never ate there. So yeah. I'm going to try it. You'll get, yeah. 
Cool. Well, uh, the whole point of this one, guys, is just to kind of hang out with uh, the viewers there at home, share a cold one, and take some questions. So if you guys are watching Wait. at home right now, uh, start typing away. away. Yeah. yeah, type away on some questions. Um, I did put up a post on uh, the old Instagram earlier, and I found one question right out of the gate. This is for Steve Arino. Oh, oh great. And it starts with for you shorter guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I think Steve's the only one there. Do you guys get a sh uh, short frame for an exo pack or and then run the frame extensions when packing meat? Uh, and is there any other accessories that you need uh, to pack meat? That's from uh, just plain Nick Hake. So uh, on the exo pack, do you get That's what easy. size frame? What size frame do you get? And do you run the extensions when you pack meat? We all run the same size, right? Boy, I would have just jump in there, Trev. That's a nice job. But uh, the question nice was work, for bud. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just run the regular frame with a small hip belt. Small I don't hip. think any extensions. Yeah. And we don't twist them over either, like they were talking about for the packing meat. We don't do anything different for packing no. meat rather than because we're our packs are usually 30 pounds or so. Yeah. I run mine all the way flipped over all the time. Right. Yeah. Just because you're long torso. Yeah. Yeah. And, short, and shortcomings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh Let's see here. Co we got Coda. You sporting the uh, Hawaii background since you just had to cancel your trip? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I had to cancel not, mine not too. at all. So I'm Dang yeah, I'm, I'm virtually there. I mean, just yeah, back on the beach. Think of the money. Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it costs money, doesn't it? Don't you have to rebook the flight? Then you have uh, to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right now it's looking like maybe October ish. So. That's uh, gotcha. yep, yep. Um, so we got uh, Mr. T. Roy Ball on the background here feeding us some questions. He said, Shredded Tines Outdoors, how is this going to affect your spring bear hunt? A lot, already been out there, yeah, not that much. Steve's already been out there scouting and stuff like that, but yeah. um. But yeah, so we had a couple hunts uh, in the hopper that we we're supposed to do for that. And, and um, not sure about the, the hunt winners yet. We're just kind of playing it by ear. But uh, we had two fully disabled veterans that were supposed to come out and hunt with us in uh, mid-May. And it got yanked as of just a few days ago. So you can't. It's, they're kind of in a higher case bracket for, uh, for the virus and stuff. And it just wasn't smart bringing them out. And so anyway that got canceled for this year but hopefully we're going to postpone it and and we are definitely going to do it uh it's just not at this point that was a bummer yeah i was i was yeah. one of the things one of the hunts i was super excited for and then to hear yeah it's not going down it's just like man makes all this even more real you know yeah yeah so and then code weren't you supposed to leave here this next week is that something that can still happen or no yeah, so I was actually supposed to leave Saturday. Um, it, it looks like right now I'm going to take off Tuesday and head over east.
for a, I drew a tag. My buddy James Nash uh, got me set up with a couple other guys that had some points to get in the unit. And uh, so we've, we've got, I think there's four tags trying to work through logistics to keep our social distancing and keep it all appropriate. Um, and it looks like I'll be there Tuesday for through Friday, coming home Saturday right now. So um, uh, I just talked to Peter and he said, he's not going to be able to make it. Yeah. Oh, he was a definite too. I thought. Yeah. He's Montana. From Montana and they have a stay at home order, I think. Yeah. They, they have, oh, wow. if you leave the state on a 14 day quarantine on, upon return, that- that's and, what and it is so, yeah. um trying to balance with his kids and and that he he just couldn't swing it so craig craig and bruce are going james uh jim o'leary and i think ross sebi from switchback are going so it's going to be a divide and conquer anyways but um yeah so that's kind of the, the plan right now hopefully uh a bear is out or a shed horn is found or a sturgeon is caught or whatever so fresh brownies that's what i'd be going for yeah, fresh brownies. <laughs> uh, Copy so, that. Copy that. Yeah. Uh, T-Roy, we got any good questions? If you go to the chat. Yeah, we've got – so Chris Wright said, what do you recommend for a first-time lefty wanting, wanting to start bow hunting? What's a good bow to start with? Here's the lefty up. code. Steve? Steve? Lefty? Uh, I would say whatever bow fits you the most comfortably. Yeah, I think, I think you, need to, you need to try more than one brand of bow and just whatever fits you the best is, I feel what you should go with. That's yeah, the best thing. I, I guarantee you that's the best piece of advice. We get this question a lot actually on uh, online and, and emails and stuff like that. It's like, where should I start? I want to get into bow hunting. Uh, where should I start? And honestly, all of us would agree, go to you, go to a good pro shop. Uh, 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 yeah you know, a high name pro shop. And if they're that good of a pro shop, they will let you shoot any bow in the whole place. So go do that, start there. And every everybody's different. Everybody's grips a little bit different. Everybody's feels a little bit different and just shoot the, all the bows and figure out which bow, you know, works best for you. And uh, just, that's a great way to start, but a good pro shop is definitely yeah, the best the rack. We've, we've got the bow rack here in, in Eugene which is about two and a half hours away from us. And it's like probably one on the Western United States, I would say one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne and the crew do a great job over it's, there. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of just, out there and that's the biggest thing is fit, um, you know, and make sure shoot them all. Don't just go like, I'm going to buy this bow based on what we shoot or, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, just go into it blindfolded, and and pick the best one that you you feel good about yeah i Agreed. i've talked to a couple of people who have actually gone and they were able to shoot at the bow the bow shop uh they're trying to maintain the six foot rule and i know the bow rack is and the local one here in coos bay uh jim he's been able to stay open they've had to reduce their hours a little bit but it's something maybe you can do with you know your kiddo or something <clears throat> or respecting that distance or you just set up a target in your backyard and just go have some fun. Yeah. But. Agree. Um, okay. Uh, Yanni Amaxis asked, you guys going to hunt uh, turkeys this spring? Well, I'm going to shoot one in my driveway on the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wow. That is happening. Real sporting. Tough hunt. Tough hunt. Real sporting. 
<laughs> yeah, I posted a story. I think it was yesterday morning. Uh, I was going to the range and, and like I tagged Warbin, uh, it, the hunting public, because these two toms were walking down the fence at, in my horse pasture and they were like seven yards from me. It was could it would have been sporting. Yeah, one of my favorite messages was, "Man, I would love to get that that pin of where you're at." And you're like, "It's my driveway." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a DM uh, message. Yeah, J Rake guys uh, asked, like, hey, look, where's that at? Driveway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Trevor is Trevor drinking it truly on Mars. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's the biggest blacktail you ever shot? Um, probably not as big as, as we would like, that's for sure. Well, like, yay. Yeah, there Small you go. Ice, somewhere around 170, 180. I like where I'm at. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, this one's a good one. Uh, Speed Freak 09 asks, What is your favorite single item in your pack on, out on a hunt? That's good. I that's that is good. Um, L like a luxury item, I'm guessing. I don't know. I think is that's that like. In your pack, some not not on your persons or in your hand. What, what something you carry in your pack? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm gonna say. Oh, there goes Trevor. Hey, Trevor's Trevor. out. Have a good one. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw out a comfortable sleeping pad. That'd be the, probably one of the more important. Yeah, that would be probably the most important. Is a good pad. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I claim that you're next one, Steve. You gotta gotta move on. Um, uh, for me, would be a good small compact down bag, uh, like a good for early season, a good twenty degree small compactable. Yep, down bag is that's that's a good one for me. Mine would probably be like. Um, 40 pairs of socks. Well, the socks you gotta have. I'm, just, I'm trying to think outside the box because I need okay, a bag okay. and a pad and everything. So mine would be probably two things. Uh, I like to have a nightcap. So probably be a little bit of whiskey or something and then food probably. Just because every single day that's food, something, Trent. It's something that you look forward to at the end of the oh, day. Oh, he's back. He's back. Oh, gosh. A hot, a hot meal of, uh, of beef stroganoff. You can't, you can't beat it. It's hard to beat. And you look forward to it, you know. I know I'm going to have my pad, my sleeping bag. Well, my pad was popped for half this last year. But anyway, go ahead, Trevor. What would you, you know, Captain Truly? <laughs> <laughs> um, some luxury items that I like to bring are, uh, I like to bring either Listerine. Um, oh, my God, little, here we go. These little Listerine pieces. Wow. Uh, you pop one on your tongue. It. And then it makes your uh, reeds taste delicious for the trip. Oh. Um, and then there's a the little thick thing. Or some mint gum. I always bring floss. But um, <laughs> but at night, a big thing that I like is uh, little packets of uh, Tabasco hot sauce. I like to uh, – a little bit of spice goes a long way to make your food. It does. Not suck after seven to ten days. Yeah, so, it does. A little tapatito. Um, 
little, yeah, some people use tap. Um, they make a powder tapatio that's pretty awesome. And then they make these little pouches, little individual pouches for Tabasco. And those are my go-to. I'm surprised Cody didn't say chapstick because he's always hitting that up. You you have the gum, I got the chapstick. Yep. Chapstick and what wet wipes you always have. Wet wipes. Yeah. Dang. And I would say another good one that uh, now is a necessity for all of us is uh, trekking poles. So I almost never go without trekking poles on a hike, knowing that if we kill one, it's a lifesaver. So yeah. When we kill one. When? Yeah. Um, let's see. Oscar Crocker said last night on Phelps's video, he claimed to be the songbird of his generation. Who do you th who do you guys think the best songbird is from the Bro Crew? Cody. Um, I'm I'm just waiting for him to break out in song. Actually, Michael, take it away. Oh, you mean like singing or calling? I mean, he I'm, he was talking. Okay, if you had watched, if you watched the video, which I just. I watched. You would know um, what he's talking about. They were asking about <laughs> um, his calling, his bugling, and he said he's been. He he said that he's uh, been called the songbird of his generation, and so best caller, I think, is Cody. I would say probably the best singer. Best singer is me, hands down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, you got who's going to argue with that? Uh, you, not, you you uh, throw them out there for sure. Not arguing. Not and arguing. I did, and I did win a dancing competition. He did. I, I, I was there for that. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Pro I just, prove the I singing, just, Trevor. Just just give me give me like three notes. Um, like what song? Please, like, please, singer's choice. I, uh, maybe after a few more TMDs. There you go. I'll probably break out in song. Okay. That is your family. Your um, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> He's still up for adoption. I already told you this on the last conversation that we had. Uh, let's see. Oh. LFC911 said, do you think the point creep will reverse in the upcoming draws with the COVID-19? That's, that's no. actually a really, <clears throat> no. really good. I, I was actually, I was reading an Eastman's um, email this morning and guy had reached out and talked to someone in the montana deal and they said that they were down to to that date where they normally were before the deadline last night and this was maybe probably a week or two they were down almost 37 percent in applications really so, that's legit so yeah that's i mean the only state there you know arizona didn't get affected new mexico um uh wyoming for elk didn't get affected but, you know, Montana, Colorado deadlines next week. Right. Um, I think it's going to affect the Colorado and the Oregon and the Montana. Yeah. And I, I think I mean, uh, if, if I use myself as an example, I usually take <laughs> off two to three weeks every year to go on these hunts this year. I'm off right now with an executive order from the governor that says that I can't do any elective dental work until June 15th right now. So, um, and I've been off work for two and a half weeks already. So um, taking that into consideration, I'm not going to be able to do that this year. 
So I'm not applying for some things that I usually apply for. And I think that a lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah, it's tough to say. I think, I don't know what happens if this whole lockdown thing goes, you know, because they've already shut down, what, the Forest Service? Well, they, so yeah, looking at clarification, they, in Oregon, currently, in, in most all of the Forest Service, they have shut down developed sites that have been used for recreation. So trailheads. Yeah, it, and I'm trying to get clarification. And I actually, there's a guy that's a retired PR director that was at Washington DC for the Forest Service um, here in town. And I've been trying to get a hold of him to see who I can get in touch with to kind of get, uh, I'd like to get someone from the Forest Service, BLM, some of these state agencies uh, on, on a, a live here just to kind of go through some of those questions. But it sounds to me, the roads are still open. Um, you can park alongside the road and go for it. The, I don't know if you can use trails. Or probably that, like public bathrooms and stuff. Right? Yeah, no, yeah, all the bathrooms, that kind of it. Any campgrounds are shut down. And that order in the Oregon side is through September 30th right now. Wow. Yeah. No, that's, oh. <sighs> Steve, that's your, oh. <laughs> that's your That is your brother. That is straight DNA <laughs> bloodline. There's nothing else. Yes, that is <laughs> no one's uh, gonna adopt that. Nobody. Uh, yeah, I need to talk to my parents again, make sure that's not the case. <laughs> there was some that was pretty good. Oh, that was good. Oh. Someone said, Is that uh, Steve's turkey bowl in the background? Yes, it is. Again. Again. Gobble gobble. I'm yep. up here in the little cubby hole. <laughs> locked in your locked in your cell my cell yeah <laughs> get back in your cell with your beautiful wife <laughs> okay guys if you just guys joined us we're doing a live kind of q a here we all have to put up with trevor so we would love it if you wrote some comments down to keep this thing going that'd be awesome oh man um we get a ton of questions guys that's a, that's a good one we're gonna squash it right now uh on game bags Cody, where are we at with you? Just give us an update on the game bag situation. Um, currently, COVID-19 is not a good thing for import on yeah. materials. And um, yeah, the, the material that we use and tested, um, we're still struggling to get. Um, and then the so shop that we've got planned, they are, they've been switched to making PPE right now. So our delivery date originally that planned and targeted is not going to hit, but the goal of trying to uh, land before season, I think is still pretty strong. So it's going to be, I'm guess looks like more in a July timeframe uh, that we'll have those things available. So. Hey code, next time you talk to them, if they're making PPP, PPE, would you mind just having them send some What's out to me? Yeah. Uh, PPP is actually uh the SBA Personal loan that I'm looking into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, true story. I'm I'm sorry. Been a rough yeah. couple talking about. Um, <laughs> let's see. Actually, uh, Austin Fisher says, "Now I know why you won't answer the phone." I think I just got. I'm sorry. You just called me and and uh, I couldn't answer. I got some. Why, yeah. Why don't you answer and put him on speaker? I dropped the call earlier because I tried to answer. Because it's, it it's live. 
Austin needs to be prepped for those kind of things. <laughs> Throat punch, 34. Oh, when he, when he, I guarantee when he heard beers with the bros, he's going, what the heck am I not? How am I not in on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay, what do we got? Headed to Wyoming in general elk season for the first time. Drive from Texas. Thinking of hunting the Madison Bow NF, National Forest Service. Since it's the closest object, should I run with that plan or uh, go to grizzly country? Less people. Less people in grizzly country, and there you go. Great, great, there answer, you go. Trevor. great answer, Trevor. <laughs> great answer. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I can't take you serious with that. What uh, are you doing in your background? He's is got a like sword. A he's got a sword. Does he know what has he got now? That's a sword, bro. Yeah, try not to be jealous, boys. I found this at a. <laughs> I've still got your. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god! <laughs> what? There can only be one. What? Are you <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, you yeah. have a sword? What's yeah, that? he has a sword. Things uh, just turned. turned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're in a recession. I don't think it's time to be buying medieval products, Trevor. <laughs> well, I, I had this from before. Uh, of course you did. Uh, uh, yeah. But to wrap up the game game bag question, guys, we we are working on it as hard as we can. But right now, it's just with all of the things that are going down. Oh my goodness, it's a uh, yeah, it's not not a good time right now. But we will we're we're trying our hardest, definitely, to have them out by season. Uh, everybody will know we'll we'll launch it on every single platform when we do get them out. So yeah, that pawn shop uh, really got me good. It was a Lord of the Rings. It's a Lord of the Rings replica. replica? How do you say no to that? How much yeah. was that? How much was that? Probably like five hundred. Uh, you know, Trent. How do you there was put a, a cost big, on something like this? There was a big a really cost, close Trevor. that smudge right there says Randy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get Randy Jackson's autograph. Trent, <laughs> it'd be an honor to be knighted by something like this. This sucker's heavy. Hey, Trevor, I want to see you take something out with it. Come on. I wouldn't mind take trying. Out that, take out that bookshelf behind you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is what I was hoping that beers with Born and Raised would turn into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you, you told us we're live, so I, w I wanted to get a few things together. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right, back to some questions here. Uh Tyler Freeman said, floorless or floored tents? Which do you guys prefer? Oh, geez. He brought up a real sensitive subject in our crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I, I've, uh, I've experienced both, and I think there's pros and cons to both. Depends, depends on the weather. Depends on um, the terrain. And, uh, yeah, I mean... I think you got to try both. I think this the floorless shelter with a stove in late season is pretty tough to beat if you got a couple guys with you. Um, early September, you don't need much for shelter, honestly, and I think you can 
you know, we've all used both or, well, I guess you guys have never used a, a tarp. You just made fun of it. Um, yeah, so well, we exactly. I saw, I saw you in a, in a wind and rainstorm in Montana, Cody, where it looked like a river runs through it. It was the oh. worst night <laughs> the of, middle of your It was the worst night of my entire life. <laughs> I watched him and Speck in Colorado in a nasty one and giving them all of our stuff. Yeah. I'll stay in a tent. Yeah. I'm going to tent it up. Tent it I up. stay in a tent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If it was amazing weather, it would be nice because you save weight. But You save weight, the simplicity. The only thing, a lot of the tarp that I've got takes quite a bit of, you can pitch it in a side hill, but you need quite a bit of flat area. But with that, the nice thing of it, it is actually, it's, uh, it's roomy inside. I can have all my gear in there if I need to dry out. You can dry out and you know get everything undercover, but um, yeah. Uh, Wet Noodle asks, "When are the deer hunting videos coming?" Hopefully, soon later. Hopefully, yeah, uh, Montana, Montana Mule Tail, as Trent likes to call it. It's a uh, um, <laughs> should, should drop starting this Sunday, so look for that on Sunday. Casey from Hushin just texted. He said, I hope everybody is watching Beers with Bros. Trevor just, Trevor just introduced a sword. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So uh, well. So bad. I thought you guys might want to see it. Um, ain't having fun. What are you doing, right? Yeah. Uh, Trent, knife choice, replaceable or flix, fixed blade? Uh, fixed blade all over the place. Just just because of the the toughness and durability of them, uh, I think sharpening a knife honestly would be my. Um, it's harder than picking a knife out, I guess. So, as far as get a good knife and get a good sharpener, two things, and you will not need a replaceable blade ever, ever. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Um, Jacob Sarver asks. What kind of wine is Cody drinking? A local red? Why, why yes, I am. Actually. Of course it is. I bet it's a red blend. Oh. No, it's a Syrah. Uh, uh, 2015. Steve. It was a good year. Was a good year. Um, it's getting that, a little weird. That winery actually no longer exists. So it's a, it's a really nice bottle. Bankrupt. Has it been, has it been aged? <laughs> yeah, how old is it? What year is it? Yeah. Uh, that's a 2015. It was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay. uh, yeah uh, let's see here colby force what for your arrows what spine and broadhead do you guys use we're all over the map there's yeah. kind of all over the map. flies out of the end of the bow it's the ones i usually pick yeah exactly paper yep the what what do you, do you shoot a 340 steve uh, I was shooting a 300, but I'm going to go to a 340 with a 100 grain broadhead. That's my plan. Yep, that's my plan this year. Gotcha. Attaboy. Attaboy. I, yeah. I switched to 100 last year. What is your favorite? Shoot- oh, sorry, I thought you were done, Trev. <laughs> I was shooting a really heavy arrow up front, and uh, I switched back, went the other way with it last year. Seemed to work okay. 
Oh. But then it, it was a little fuzzy horn spike, so it probably wouldn't have made it. Hey. Be honest. It went through it. <laughs> went through it. Yeah. Uh, Texas bow hunting outdoors asks, "What is your favorite state to hunt?" And he goes, "I want a different place from each person." Well, then we might be lying. Well, uh, okay. So mine was from Wyoming, heart. but I'm just going to throw this out there. Mine's probably Arizona now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right, man. That's not right. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I can imagine, I can but I'd also probably say Nevada. I've never hunted there, but I can imagine that's pretty good too. Hope I hunted didn't. New Mexico. It was awesome. Yeah, New Mexico was fun. Yeah, man, Montana two years ago was pretty tough to beat. It was epic. Yeah, and rifle hunting in Colorado last year was really fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um. I it's hard to. We I think it's hard to base. We haven't really had any bad ones, have we? Well, you guys had a couple in Idaho. Let's be honest. The, Idaho was a little rough. Idaho, yeah. Colorado was a little rough when we. We yeah. I mean, we we've times in every. I mean, your Wyoming last year was tricky, Trent. It was. It yeah, was yeah, it was. It was yeah. not as good as normal. That's for darn sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's the whole it's, thing. It's it's it's. I mean, it's not the. I guess you could say what's your favorite state, but it's every adventure seems like it's different. You know, every single time that you're in a different state, whether wherever it may be, it's uh, it's the adventure that you have that makes the that makes the hunt. It's not the state for me anyway, because a lot yeah. of it, topography wise and a lot of it's a lot of the same kind of looking stuff. Um, so I don't know. It's who yeah. you're with. Yeah. I, I would definitely say we had a lot of fun in Arizona. But if I was to pick one, the people in Wyoming are awesome. 100% bottom line. I mean, just down to earth. It was so awesome cool because we got to meet a bunch of those people at, um, at Salt Lake this year because it's not too awful far from Wyoming. There's a bunch of people that drove the nicest people you'll ever meet, in, in my opinion. Not yeah. as nice as Myrtle Point people, but, you know, close. <laughs> Arizona was pretty amazing, too. The people were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We met a lot of nice people there too. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Hack Hunter asks, uh, what do you guys do with your old bloody XO packs from year to year? The easiest thing to do is take it in the take a hose to it outside on the patio or throw it in the bathtub. Soak it. And yep. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. What is that's Trevor with, with the coronavirus is what it is. <laughs> that, that, that picture, that might have been his dance-off. Remember that mm. dance-off he was talking about? Oh, That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I did finish it with the splits. I did. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. The only thing, <laughs> that was, at the, was that down in Reading at the... Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Classic trail shoot? It yeah. was. It was. It was. <laughs> That was the night. That was the night that my own father looked at his son and said, "I don't know who you are." <laughs> that was the same night. Oh, it was good. oh, I had to stand up for the whole family. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Just so everyone knows, I won. Yeah, and he that's did. The most important thing. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. Uh, I've seen this question a couple of times from Chris Wright. He goes, "What kind of re releases do y'all use?" Oh, good call. Good the call. wise guy from Spot Hog? 
Everybody uses a different one, I think. Um, Steve went with back tension, I think, this last year. I'm shooting the – I went back to the too simple, the Carter, too simple. Okay. I shoot the short and sweet by – who makes that? True ball. True ball, yeah. True ball. I used, yeah. I used to shoot that one, and I switched to the wise guy from Spot Dog. Yeah, I've been, uh, just, I've been shooting the wise guy and the uh, – I think it's a Saturday night fever or Friday night fever. Friday Night Fever is the little tiny one, so I think it's Saturday night. I did that in my dance routine, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you did. Yeah, Yeah, you did. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jess Robinson asks, any more thoughts on this? What else we got, guys? If you're just joining us, write write down some questions. Yeah. And also in the the chat there, um, it's Beers with Bro, so cheers, guys. Thanks for joining on a night. Trent, Trevor, Steve, on it. Pick up your favorite seltzer and um, let's see here. Back, I missed. Uh, oh, Jess Robinson. Any more thoughts on the Sig rangefinder scope system? Are you going to stick with it? And in the state that it's legal, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it it worked flawlessly. Um, in Colorado last year, I shot that bull at 500, what was it, 520 yards or something like that? It was 582. Okay, it was 482 four, four and uh, to shoot for. And the actual was like 520 or something like that. So it was, it was a poke out there and it shot it right through the heart. It's amazing. That's amazing. You hit it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, it's an awesome system. Yeah. Last year, we, we've got a bunch of video from it. It, uh, it worked well. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I Scotty McWilliams. Uh, Scotty McWilliams said, hoping to get my first elk this fall. Trent, where the heck did your parents find this guy? Yeah. Your we, brother. we asked that every family reunion, every time that the family's together. We're not sure. Uh, I came out first, Trent. So uh, <laughs> after mom and dad saw me, they said, he's so beautiful. I think we'll have another one. So you're welcome. <laughs> oh. And it went down from there, right? Are you sure? <laughs> Steve, he's still up for adoption, and he's coming to your house. Negative. No. <laughs> negative. No. Uh, negative. Oh, man. I have used Primos Reed's Wayne Pullen. I have used Primos Reed calls for a long time. How do yours compare? Ours are way better. Good call. Good call. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Um, anyway, our, ours are just a little bit different. And, uh, in my opinion, I've tried and Trevor, I mean, Trevor can attest to this. He's probably in to reads, probably the better part of a couple thousand dollars, probably I would say, and just into reads back in the day. And, um, anyway, it was tough to find one that actually worked for each one of us. And, uh, ours just, I, I invested a lot. a lot of money. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And ours just seem to, out of the three reads, everybody that I've kind of worked with, and I think you guys can attain too, it's, uh, yeah, it, one of them will work for you. You can get the sound out of at least one of them, guaranteed. Yeah. 
So, yeah. uh, and that kind of goes to a question by Richard Chit Chittenden. What's your wow. favorite go-to uh, go-to call when bugling rutting bulls? So, uh, what yeah. style? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure exactly where he's going with that, but I guess sound. You you could do a different read and then sound. You know. <clears throat> I think uh, when the bulls are rutting, you want to, uh, instead of like a cow call where you're trying to lure one in, maybe you would want to go to a fight routine. So he'll come challenge you. But Did you just run out there and stick those arrows in that? That's what I was going to say he did. Trent, he just I just wanted to show you there. some of my groups that I've been laying down. <laughs> oh, God. I just thought, thought I'd show you that. I wish I could zoom in on it better. Not that I just, you need to. It's just basically right where you put the 12 ring. That's where it is. <laughs> there you go, Trevor. Oh, the king. <laughs> you ever killed one of those? That's too bad. Oh, I shot at one this year. You sniped it out from, right out from under me. You yes, saw I stack did. at your wheel. Yes, I did. Oh, jeez. Uh -oh. The only time I, <laughs> is I picked up the shotgun. <laughs> I love uh, it. That was awesome. Chris, Street, Chris Street's asking, Steve, what bull is that behind you? That's the gobbler bull. That is. Go over there closer, Steve. Can you can you pick it up and give us a give us a another one? Yeah, a little tour of it. A little tour that was of the one where you gobbled and then fell down, blacked out. Oh wait, here we go. I'm all technology gets me. Where am I supposed to be? Can you see it? Yeah, but you got to get them get closer oh, to them. Get those, closer. those times are giant, and it doesn't just doesn't do it justice. It doesn't do it justice. We're talking over fifty inch main beams on a Roosevelt, guys. That is unheard of. It doesn't look like that in that picture, unfortunately. No. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't know. Get Trevor's sword out. Yeah, get Trevor's sword. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then. Because I'm going to have to duck under him again. That's the solo hunt bull. That's cool bull. But, yeah. Sweet. Nice job, Steve. I tried. <laughs> that was a good shot. What uh, else do we got over here, guys? Tyler Spears, if Hulk Hogan can kill a bull in costume, why not Nacho Trente? Yeah, mm. that was a one-time deal. Uh, hopefully, usually when Dirk and I get together. There's just shenanigans. And when he approached me with that one, I didn't. Yeah. Steve was there for the whole thing. He got I, think we should, I think we should try to make that happen again. Maybe he <laughs> could kill one next year. That cape, was, race that cape was bad to the bone. I will say that. Awesome. You feel pretty cool with the cape on. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you just do. I mean, it's like having that sword. Don't you feel cool with that, Trevor? Uh, I feel great. Oh my goodness. What is what are you doing? Going through his archives of photos. <laughs> this is one of the funnest things I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> uh, Josh R asks, what are your occupations? Trevor I'm currently unemployed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't I don't know if any of you guys are looking, but uh, I'm looking to sell some things. Uh, if we have a little time, I'd like to take this opportunity to show you around. Giant stored. Uh, I have a leather jacket I'm looking at selling. 
<laughs> I have a sword for sale. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh uh, yeah. Steve is a plumber by trade, and yep. Cody and I are born and raised outdoors full time to bring you stuff like this. <laughs> uh, uh, currently, Trevor is non-essential. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's not not currently, Cody. <laughs> Pretty much twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Been watching a lot of the Tiger King lately. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened. Yeah. The shirt is off. Yep. Okay. A lot of the Tiger King. <laughs> have Have you guys been watching that? Oh yeah. I guarantee you, Steve doesn't even know what it is. So. I binge watched it before any of you guys even knew what it was. Wow. That's a first. Yeah, and he sings country. Kind of. It was was cuckoo, but hilarious. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, J Rake Outdoors asks What's the worst weather experience y'all have had while out hunting? Oh, wow. Uh, in Colorado when the trees were falling around all around us? I was going to say, that first year we went to Colorado, every single day was lightning, thunder, downpour. That was the year of the floods, the flash floods. Yeah. A bunch of floods got washed out. Um, we hail. had lightning, trees falling. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. But probably one of my favorite was years ago, uh, over in your neck of the woods, Cody, when we had that weekend when we biked in and Trent didn't bring anything and it poured all weekend and he rolled himself in my heart like a a burrito (laughs) up against my tent. That was pretty good. That actually wasn't that uncomfortable, to be honest with you. It wasn't (laughs) terrible. It wasn't bad. Uh, We've had a few, I think, we've had a few things that were just like uh, hail and some snow. One of the most probably like days straight of freezing i think it never got above like 26 degrees for like five days was in cody or when steve and i went to montana, montana. with with phelps and that was uh, cold and schmidt that was cold man that was very cold yeah. yeah i mean our boots were frozen solid in the morning yeah every day so that was cool. yeah that was uh-huh. great. okay what do we got um trent i thought you uh since you were a logger how do you stay in what shape do you guys now? think doing a muzzleloader hunt trent oh. what 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 cody uh <laughs> josh r said i thought you used to be a, a logger how do you stay in shape now for elk season this guy's a hook t- tender for big tower outfit. oh cool he doesn't cool. he does <laughs> see and that's that that's that crap that i get no. <laughs> Drinking ice water right now. But I'm, on a, I'm, on, I'm a cleansing. Actually, I'm keto. I'm full ketogenic right now. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Um, no, I think we all just do something a little separate as far as just, I don't know, working out and getting ready. If you tell your mind that you can do it, you can pretty much do it. If you just say, hey, this is what's going on. Yeah. Oh, man. Brandon Hansen asks, uh, what do you guys think of the Washington State uh, closing down the recreational fishing. Sucks. That's a tough one. That's a tough one because, like, in my opinion, the social distancing isn't that the epitome of social distancing. 
getting out and doing something. Yeah, I think it's BS. I think if you're social distancing and but you're out there in the outdoors enjoying yourself, you should be able to do that. Yeah, it's I. To me, you have more exposure risk going to the grocery store or, you know, some of these places. Um, yeah, makes it challenging. And that that's, it's pretty sad to see, honestly. Um, I, I talked to one of my buddies here in town that's a state cop, and he, he was concerned that Oregon would follow suit, but currently no plans. That was just kind of rumor mill. Um, I don't, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah, I hope not. Well, you have a higher chance of getting infected from pumping gas than you do putting in your boat at a boat ramp and going out and going fishing, you know? Well, so, the worst part is Oregon just passed a new law that, that allows us to individually pump our own gas, which is worse than having yeah. an attendant. You know? Actually, it was even different than that today. Code Shannon went down and filled up today. And the gas station attendant refused to pump gas and said that he would stand there and watch her do it. Wow. So there is there there's someone breaking the six foot rule to make sure she pumps her gas right, I guess, because it's so oh. hard. Um uh, it's just everything's all backwards right now. But uh that being said, we're not from Washington, and that's one of the worst states that were hit by the virus and i can understand the sentiment behind hey this is really bad 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 let's all just shut down everything for a while and let's get through this i think that if you went completely the opposite way with it and everyone was on board with it for a minute that would be a lot better than this like what i'm going through i'm i have a three three month and one week shutdown of my business and I think it would be really awesome if the whole United States shut down for three weeks rather than three months for me. So I see both sides of it. Um, but in the end, it's called common sense. Use your head. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, pretty, it, we, yeah I, don't I don't know. Just not a lot of that yeah. today. Yeah. Sorry to no. say that. No. <laughs> <clears throat> but I am starting a GoFundMe account for myself. I'll link it in the description below. I like where your head's at. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, we've been seeing lots of questions here on FMJs or carbon. Um, I've shot both. I think they're both good. I, I think there's some advantages with that FMJ. Um, but you do bend them, you know, is, is probably the downfall of it. Um, but I like the, the higher GPI for them, so... The FMJs are true blue, like they're a legit straight as straight gets. But yeah, but if they get bent, they're bent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Troy Stike, uh, Trent, would you guys? Would you guys think of doing a muzzleloader hunt? Well, Troy, I will be doing one this year when I draw my New Mexico tag and. Colorado, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of muzzle machine from this guy this year. <laughs> I have put in for a couple of months here, so hopefully uh, if I draw, but the chances are probably slim enough. So, but yes, I, I 
I'm not getting out of bow hunting by no means, but yeah, I like trying new things. This rifle season this last year was super fun. And, uh, but bow hunting is going to probably always be our backbone. If you, yeah. and hunting is it? and hunting with a sword now. Sword. Um, here's a good, someone here's a good one it. here. Trevor, sing happy birthday to Jenna Talia. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. You guys are making me laugh. <laughs> uh, I gotta put this phone down. Oh. Happy birthday to these guys. <laughs> I can't I do it. I'm not. sorry. Oh, it's so bad. You're new. You're new. Bull, sorry, bull and Danny, you got, right got him. You got him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he understood it. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we got? Troy, keep keep beating us with questions. So Trevor would doesn't have to did you guys uh did you guys see that Alaska actually closed spring bear season to residents and non-residents? Did not see that. Yesterday what? that what? Did not. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Yeah. That's retarded. Mm. That's dumb. That's pretty rough. That that was a bad word for me to say, but yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> bad. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Okay. Anyone using uh, Hoyt's new ice camo? If it gets cold enough, I might look into it. <laughs> uh, Probably not. Probably not. Team Racket. Advice on getting racket. daughters into hunting. I have a new newborn little girl. My four-year-old little man is all about it. Hey, first off, congratulations on your newborn little girl, Team Racket. Yeah. And Steve, Trevor. You guys both have girls? Oh yeah, got three. I would just say, I always put it out there that I would like to invite them. I take them on nice warm days. I take them for short hunts. Oh, so you turn them into sissies, um, that's cool. I have, I have a nine and <laughs> no, I have a nine and a 10 year old girl. And uh, I think you need to try to make it really fun instead of like a super grind. And then hopefully when you mention it again, they'll want to go and just keep on doing that. Good call, Steve. Uh, they're always right and you're always wrong. <laughs> That's, um, <laughs> you know, I've my oldest Chelsea, she's spent some time in the outdoors with us, but my twins, they don't want nothing to do with it, but that's good. You know, I mean, that's cool. I'm fine with that and let them, you know, choose the path they want to go down. And if they want to be in the outdoors and by all means, you know, embrace them in that. But if not, then, you know, support them in what they want to do, whether it's sports or whatever it may be. So give them the option, but don't push. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Do not, I do not push. That's, I think that's a bad thing do with anything, whether it's hunting sports, whatever they may be doing, don't push and let them find their own path and just support them. 10 yeah. four. But you're always wrong. I'll tell you that. You're never right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what do we got? What do we got? 
pushing right at a, almost an hour mark. Um, the one thing I did want to say, uh, so yesterday we, and or I guess Tuesday, we announced we're doing a 10% back to No Kids Hungry just because of this whole Corona, COVID-19 with all the school closures. There's 22 million kids that rely on school lunches a day. So uh, for the time being, we're gonna be donating um, 10% of our sales to that cause. Um, and then pretty awesome, my good friend, Trevor Mock, who owns a software company here in Roseburg, Carrot, said that he will match our donation up to $4,000. So that's so awesome. I mean, that's awesome. Let's, yeah, do our best to kind of help out. And, and you know, and this kind of just goes to anyone out there, if, if you haven't been as affected, there's a lot of other people that have been through this whole thing. Is there's anything you can do to help out help out, whether it's, you know, um, de just delivering groceries to your neighbor that, you know, an elderly couple or anything like that, where they can't, you know, they don't want to brace that exposure or, or stack firewood for them, anything like that, go do it. Um, help out as much as you can through these tough times. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, got <clears throat> another one here, Eric. Uh, and on RB said, do you guys have your packs available from EXO? This That's just interesting in. that that question just came up. Yeah. We just got actually, Eric, we just got 50 of our packs in. We talked to Steve Speck, uh, what was it, yesterday or day before? Anyway, and he just got 50 of our packs in. And um, when they're gone, he's going to order more. So it'll be kind of this revolving door thing of, Hopefully he's going to keep more of the packs in stock for us. Uh, he's been going through some tough ordering issues too with some of the stuff. So get them while they're hot. There's 50 of them right now that I know of. And when they're gone, he's going to order some more. But uh, yeah, as of right now, you can get one within, what did you say, shipping, Cody? Like a week, a week yeah, and a half? He, they're basically, with this whole COVID deal, they're just two at a time in the warehouse shipping. So it's like two to three days for a ship time. Um, so Sweet. within a week, you should have a pack and, and go from there. Yeah, we have 30, 30 fusion guys, 30 of the camo and fusion. And then we have uh, 20 of those in, are in Ranger Green. So whatever yeah. you like. Easiest way, jump on the website and uh, on the you hit the shop button, down arrow. And under hunting gear, it says XO backpacks. Click right there and, and away it goes. So um, here's a good one. Uh, um, how... Guys, you started hunting, and was it with a rifle or was it bow hunting? Ooh. <laughs> Wolverine, you want to take this one? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Oh, my. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Oh, that is good. <laughs> rough times. Rough times. Yeah. I just shaved. I just shaved. So, this is what it, before, after. <laughs> They both look terrifying. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> well, when you're unemployed, Trent, you can uh, grow a beard. <laughs> you know? This is true. This is true. Son of uh... Oh, dang it. Dang it. Um, <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> so did we grow up hunting? I think all of us grew up hunting. You know, all of us with, with our dads, our dads and, um, and families and stuff hunting. And... Uh, as for me and Trevor, I don't think we started bow hunting until we were, I don't know, 16 or so, probably somewhere in there. 
Yeah, I think it was 17. 17. We, we rifle hunted. Our dad, uh, you know, took us rifle hunting first. My dad bow hunted all of uh, all of our lives pretty much um, from from in the early 80s on. So anyway, but uh, no, but we, we started out rifle hunting and picked up a bow and when we were old. Enough. Yeah, we I remember we, we went to a bunch of archery shoots when we were kids. That was something that my dad was really passionate about. He was one of the first ever people to start 3D archery shoots. Um, so we would literally uh, glue cardboard boxes on top of cardboard boxes over and over and over again. And then my dad would draw like an elk or a deer and then he would take a chainsaw and cut it out and uh, put stakes. And that was one of the first three-dimensional target. He would like sculpt the cardboard and um we grew up kind of doing that in the summertime and so we had a a good bow hunting or a shooting bows background but we started out rifle hunting and then merged into the bow hunting yeah i i remember distinctly my first elk hunting trip i was nine years old that i went with my dad just to like tag along um and then bow or rifle hunted the first year because my uh birthday's in october so i Bow season was already closed when I turned 12, and then from 13 on, I wanted. But it took a lot of years to kill my first one. <laughs> a lot of years, but yeah. Yeah, I will say, starting out, um, my first year I was 12. I missed six bucks with a rifle my first year uh, when I was 12 years old. I never killed one. That's uh, a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it was pretty painful. <laughs> So don't, don't Steve, did you grow up? Yeah. Uh, my dad was a rifle hunter whole life. I started out at the age of 12 rifle hunting for deer, never hunted elk. Um, but the first time I hunted elk, I was 17 with a bow, got my first elk at 18 and I bow hunted for pretty much deer and elk at that point on till now. So, but I'm ready to get back into the, different avenues of rifle muzzleloader all that stuff yeah old it should be fun well that's sweet. the picture trend of that guy yeah yeah so the story behind this picture behind my background right here is we got Man, on this that's a painful one <laughs> right off the it was right off the road i kid you not this is arizona this last year we get on this bull and it was, just, it was like a small you know i can't it wasn't small but anyway it was like 280 270 or something and um we were steve was looking for a bigger bull which it was day two or one it was really really that was the first day was the first, first day, day first morning mm -hmm. first morning so, yeah yep. anyway we're driving out on the highway and these guys recognize us and they come running out to us <laughs> and, and so we jump out and talk to them and and they're just you know just it was so fun to see their excitement and uh, they were looking for elk obviously and we're like well we just right over here just right over this hill right here we just got on a bull this morning and uh, he was bugling just a little bit ago and we just left him and everything those kids go over that hill they run they grab their bows right over the hill and stab that giant, <laughs> that giant. <laughs> not, not the same bull not the same oh, bull. not yeah. the same bull <laughs> yeah they come to us like we took your advice and man it was awesome and we're like well wait a second that was not <laughs> As steve's looking <laughs> over there like yeah. son of a <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was awesome though those it were so cool those guys were really cool yeah yeah it was a good couple young guys so it was cool that was his first bull too 
Yeah. 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 yeah and he was awesome. in Arizona. He had been putting in his mom drew the tag too. What they seven or more years, 12 years? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Like yeah. Coos Deer hunt a bunch up there. Yeah. That's like when when people ask, like, what's your favorite state to hunt? And we say Arizona, but you gotta think you get to hunt it what once every eight to ten years if you're a resident. Um, here in Oregon, we hunt every single year. So there are some pluses and minuses to those trophy states. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one guy we met, he he'd waited what 18, 19 years to draw the same hunt I did. Remember, yeah. but yep. his son drew with zero points, which yeah. is pretty cool. That but yeah, the father waited a long time to draw that tag. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. It's pretty crazy. We're and we're, we're right, fortunate. We're, we're in that same boat with Oregon elk for us. Yeah. Yep. For the big hunts, it's mm-hmm. it's a long time. For for those of you guys that missed the first part of this when we covered it, people are asking about game bags. Um, we are still with this Corona deal, we are fighting some production issues with material and so shops. So um, the goal and plan is, is uh, midsummer, July, to uh, to get those back in hand. We will keep you guys posted specifically when we will have those in hand. And, uh, yeah, we, as soon as we know more information, we will let you guys know. We're definitely not keeping a top secret when they're coming out or anything. No. Uh, speaking of not keeping it top secret, if any of you guys watching this know of so shops or something yeah. that could help us out, reach out to us. <laughs> yeah, we're um, Jason Tails Outdoors awesome. Dishman said, "Can we donate to the No Kid Hungry?" Um, which you know we're doing the ten percent of sales. You can. It's nokidhungry.org and donate directly on their site. Um, so there you go. Sweet, sweet. Thanks for that, Jason Taylor. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, How long do we want to do this, Cody? Are we going to kick it? Are we going to try to keep it to an hour uh, once a week? What? Are, let's just talk about some format here. What are we going to? I'm. This? I'm forward. off for another two and a half months, Trent. I don't know how long it's going to go. I mean, um, I can go pretty much the better part of a decade. So drinking truly nightly. Hey, everybody's got to have goals. Oh my goodness. If we do this again, I do want like an episode feature where I feature something I want to try to sell. (laughs) (laughs) We could do our own YouTube Craigslist with Trevor's crap. That's a terrible idea. Uh, I do think people are going to come to the table next time with a little better better backgrounds, Trevor. I think think that really crushed it. Uh, Uh, Just so you know, I spent at least 20 minutes getting these right. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out you had the time. Turns out you had the time. Uh, I had all all day. Trevor, how good are you on a sewing machine? Uh, not great. Oh, there we go. Not great. You're on the bags, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, guys, this was fun. This was good. It was. Yeah. This Can't was wait. awesome to uh, do it again i know we've, we've talked here about adding some guests um so if you if you guys want to see some people on here with the uh, beers with bro um hit it up in the comments there and we will try our best we're gonna keep these things fun and you know trying to get through these times right now and 
just really stoked for everyone tuning in and, and joining us. It was super fun tonight. Um, had some good laughs with Trevor and his award <laughs> or password. Oh, it's <laughs> Not self-promotion at all. What do, we, what do we got here? Move your head. What is that? I'm actually, drinking, I'm actually drinking an IPA there, so nobody judged me too much. Are you like 22 in that picture? Judged so much today. I gained quite a bit of weight in the last couple of weeks, Cody. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> uh, I wake up in the morning and I say, "What is the meaning of life?" Sorry. We need to get off here before this goes too far down Trevor's path. <laughs> Oh man, guys! Uh, I, I know we talked about the idea of uh, running some of our old videos with us talking about them. Is that going to be something that's possible? Yeah, I I played around with it today trying to do so. I don't know. We may have to actually join physically in the same spot to make that happen effectively. Um, gotcha. But yeah, so you guys, um, basically, what we're talking about doing is going through a bunch of the archive videos and doing a commentary as the footage story behind the story yep it'd yep. be fun it would be fun oh it would be a blast i think <clears throat> yep i can just imagine the fights between trent and trevor and who who was doing wrong at the time trent it'll be good <laughs> uh, oh. mr mullins 80 said jenna talia says good night <laughs> Goodness gracious, guys. All right. Happy birthday. Okay, okay. With that, I think we're going to sign off with this one, guys. Thank you guys for everybody that joined us on this and all the chatting and stuff. That was, it was a blast. Uh, throw down some ideas if you want to in the comments and, and we'll try to make this happen through these times. Um, our heart goes out to anybody that's obviously got the virus, but uh, we just want to say thank you to everybody, first responders, uh, nurses, everybody that's been working overtime um, doing this. It's, I mean, yeah, we're stuck at home, but it, it could be a lot worse. So thank you guys that uh, for, for putting it out there and, um, and being there for all of us. So guys, anything else? Closing words. Good night. Good talk. Good talk. Trevor, go yeah. back to your homework and uh, get some <laughs> cool pictures for us. And uh, <laughs> Practice with that sword if you want. If any, oh, if yeah. anyone wants to buy a sword, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah.